Hey there, thanks for stopping by and checking out the Seasons Podcast with Riley Winter. I'm Riley, your host, a local portrait photographer in the Black Hills of Rapid City, South Dakota. I specialize in weddings, seniors, families, and headshots. I have been so lucky and blessed these last eight years of business, having met and photographed so many people along the way. I believe photos tell the story of a day, hopefully giving you a glimpse in that moment of time. But not everyone gets to know the personal stories of those I photograph, like I do. They see a beautiful portrait of someone or a couple on their wedding day, but maybe they don't get to know that person, who they are, the struggles they have, or the stories of how they got to where they are today. So I wanted to give and create a space to tell the stories of those I've met, to hear their point of view and see what season of life they're in now. I have a list of fascinating people and conversations ahead, so I hope you tag along and maybe one or more of these topics will relate to you in your journey. Again, this is Riley Winter, The Seasons Podcast. After episode three this past week with my friend Kat, I received an overwhelming amount of love and support for her episode. I felt incredibly honored that dozens of people messaged or reached out to me to say that they had experienced something similar to her. I think it just shows the power of conversation and that we are all going through something. So thank you again for love and support of her episode. My guest today is Angelica Watanowitz. Angelica is a personal friend of mine, a previous owner of one of Rapid City's most successful boutiques, and currently a real estate agent here in town. Angelica's story is about tackling life's daily challenges, juggling parenting, a career, and pivoting when one needs a change in their life. She recognized when one chapter is ending and another is beginning. Thank you for stopping by and listening. Well, you got Megan and I in front of the video camera for your video, and now I have you in front of the pod here for the podcast. Yeah. Um, I was just with you and TJ and a bunch of our friends on Friday for happy hour. Yes. <laughs> the Sun Inn Lounge. In all places. <laughs> Absolutely. First time for everything. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone had to go do stuff. You guys have a crazy full schedule, as yeah. always. I can't remember what we did. That night, we actually got to go home. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. But you have soccer all this weekend. I thought we had to be in... Spearfish, but I got the schedule wrong. <laughs> so it was, it was actually okay. Saturday. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, your calendar is full, but I'm thankful that you could be here today. Guys, my guest today is Angelica Watonowitz, a friend of mine and a local real estate agent here in Rapid City. How are you? I'm good. Good. Ready for this? Oh, yeah. Okay. You were born in Rapid City, correct? Yes. Okay. All of your siblings are from All of as my, well. Yes. Yep. Now, I know most of your family. I know your parents, Tino and Mary. Yeah. And I have met and photographed every single one of your siblings except for Joe, which I don't except know for Joe. how that's happened. But he doesn't come home as much. He's he busy doesn't. Working no. And, yeah. And yeah. then he, we were going to have you do the big family picture. Yes. And then Teresa decided yeah. to go on a little trip. So when he was here, <laughs> yes. that it didn't work out. But yes, eventually we, we will have to do that. That yeah. would be a yeah. huge family photo. Yeah. Well, he's the last. i yeah. got to meet him. He's the and last the, one in the, the family. photographed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a solo shoot of him yes. while we're here oh, yeah. to make up for lost Give him time. a new headshot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you have a twin sister, Anna, um, who is a friend of mine as well, and you two are the, the eldest. Are. Um, what's it like having a twin? Oh my gosh! <laughs> are you guys like, identical or fraternal? We are identical. Okay. Um, it's I, it's something that you don't really. I don't know. I don't yeah. notice it every day. Yeah. But it's funny because we'll walk into a room, like we walked into a gym one time, we were both in all black. Right. This was this year. Right. And we probably look and act more like now more than ever. Yeah. And um, and people just stop, turn and stare. Oh, sure. It, sure. Know, there's two of them. Yeah, there's two of them. <laughs> so, Copy and paste here. <laughs> yeah. So I guess on like the daily basis and we don't think about it. But then sometimes Anna, like she was at Target. Yeah. And a client came up and, and hugged her. Yes. My client. Yes. And she was like, oh my gosh. But she's getting used to it. Yeah. Because... Between Shangri-La and now real estate, and yes. just and the fact that TJ and I are very yeah. present in the <laughs> yes, community, of course. Um, she constantly, they're like Angelica, and she's like, <laughs> she just no, rolls with it. But she, sometimes she rolls with it, or she'll tell them, you sure. know, I'm not Angelica. Yes, yes. So exactly. There's that where I, I'm just like, be nice to people because yeah. I don't want people to think like, yeah, you know. That I mean, was grumpy or she, rude. Yeah, <laughs> she's my friend too, and I can tell you two apart instantly. So I'm sure in the sto- in the grocery very, store, people people can't tell you apart, and then she's yeah. just like, no. I'm no idea about that deal that you're yes. talking about. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean Sorry. to be rude. I know nothing about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys like? I, I mean, could people tell you apart when you were younger? Teachers, um, school. Within reason. Yeah. I think we were in separate classes always okay. until seventh grade. That had to have helped. And then they put us together. <laughs> yeah. But I think for the most part, like what, like 
we're very different. Yeah. Um, I think even the way we carry ourselves and yeah. like our interest. Yes. Um, and we always kind of had, like, I was always kind of playing with my hair or doing different things. Sure. And so there's certain ways that people could tell sure. us apart. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in general, no. Yes. Like if yeah. we look at baby pictures, it takes a second. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, TJ, Anna, and all the kids joined Megan and I this past summer for our wedding. And one of my best memories is you, me, and Anna on the dance floor. And you guys <laughs> filled our wedding video at the end there dancing. We do love to dance. <laughs> That's good. At That's every good. family wedding, it's like we do like, okay, the toast, the yeah. Okay, okay, let's get on. And then yeah. it's like, can we get this party started? Sure. It's Bring like the twins every out. single wedding. <laughs> yeah. And then if you add like Maria and yeah. Johnny and, and Teresa, Teresa, all of them. Yeah. My dad loves to dance. Okay. I mean, he's Latin American. Yes. So we always had like the Spanish music on. Yes. Um, and he yeah. just, he couldn't like dance all night long. Right. So right. Good. It's a family. Good. It's a family thing. <laughs> Your husband TJ is a great friend of mine as well. I know you guys started dating when you were in high school. You were 15, correct? I was 15. You were 15. He was 14. Okay. He's six yes. months younger than That's I right. That's right. That's right. But he graduated from Pierre. He graduated from Pierre. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he move there halfway through? He moved... It was after my sophomore year. Okay. So he was at St. Thomas More freshman year. Got it. And then he moved. Okay. Yeah, that summer. Yeah. I love just the other day you were telling a story about how, and this is very reflective of him today, just go, go, go all the time. But you said how it was like 7.30 in the morning and you guys were like in high school and he's pounding on the door wanting to hang out and Mary's like, go away, come <laughs> yeah. back in an hour. Like, we're sleeping. Here on Saturday? <laughs> Yes. No, that has not changed. No. He's no. still up and He's still up and, yes, and, like, pop up. And I'm like, can we just have coffee? And, like, just slow down. Just, like, look out the window and chill. Oh. Yeah. Together, you two have five kids, three girls, two boys, all of whom I know and love. Um, you're, and two of your daughters are twins as well. Yes. Okay. The middle ones. The middle ones. Yes. Yes. What's it like having five kids? Basically all teenagers with the exception of Emma. Um, what's it like having five teens in 2022? Um, it's, it's been overwhelming, I think, yeah. just because everything that's been going on yeah. has been kind of like exacerbated because yeah. we always times everything by five. Right. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know with my teenagers, I think that we always have really honest conversations Yeah. and I've just really wanted them to kind of mm-hmm. have both feet on the ground all the time. Yeah. So I feel like we've done really well. Yeah. You guys are open to having a lot of yeah. adult conversations with them yeah. and not sugarcoating it, which is yeah. good. And I'm their parent. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not like concerned and worried too much on the emotional side. I'm like, yeah, we need to like, we're going to get through this. Right. Like, cause I always think there's a solution on the other side. Yeah. yeah. So my kids see that a lot. And yeah. that's like, it's hard right now, yeah. but like there is a solution. Like yeah. we're going to get through this and be on the other mm-hmm. side. This isn't the end. Yeah. The end so don't problem. wallow too much. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, stay consistent. Yeah. Wake up every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like every day. Um, Kind of the same, but what, what challenges do you face as a parent in today's world? Um, I think, well, social media is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, we've done some five. different things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we've been fairly successful mm-hmm. um, learning from the first one Yeah. till now. Yeah. Um, and then I think just, well, I mean, there's some good things too. Because it's yeah. like the challenges where you like, you didn't know where your kid is all the time. Yeah. Like we know where they are. It's hard to get away with things nowadays. Yeah. Because they're on Find My Friends. Yeah. So, which is great. Um, I think too, there's a lot of like with the social media, it's like helping your kids scope down, especially like teenagers. Yes. What's next for you? Yeah. Cause it does feel like it's a huge world out there and you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want, mm-hmm. but it is and it isn't. You right. still have to like bring it down. Yes. Like, so I think helping them make those decisions and navigate that kind of stuff is, yeah. is kind of harder right now. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. Plus you're trying to grow up in it. So yeah. That's hard. Yeah. And they have enough on their plate every day. So I don't try and like, I think keep things simple for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I remember being that age and things that you look at now and you're like, that was not like, I that made wasn't that a such a huge big deal yeah. to them. It's everything. Yeah. You know, and they're just mm-hmm. trying to get through their day. Yeah. They're just trying to get their, through their day. And I feel like they relive it twice compared to like you and I, and you and I are close in age and like you would just deal with it at school and maybe at home, but now you have to deal with those same issues on Snapchat, TikTok, Insta, whatever it is. And like, yeah. you're just reliving it over and over, I feel, yeah. with whatever drama For it is. For sure. I mean, and, in, 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 you know, like, instead of dealing with just that one person mm-hmm. or their immediate group of friends, you're dealing with, like, all of their friends. And all so of their So I tell my kids, like, yeah. don't be a target. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, keep yourself out of that and, yeah. and don't be a target. And then the best thing I think you can do as a parent is, like, your child 
is capable of all things. Yeah. Like, don't think that your child is not capable of being mean on social media or right. saying the horrible thing yeah. to this person. So have that conversation. Yes. I just had one with Henry yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, listen. Your youngest. Yeah. Yes. What comes out of your mouth yes. and put out on social media or what you say to people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just tell you, like, when they're 14 and 15, when they're 40, mm-hmm. they're going to remember what you said to them. Yeah. And yeah. it might be the it might be the, the changing trajectory for yeah. that person. And you might not remember it though. Yes. And they remember that about you, and yeah. they reflect on that when they see you again. Yeah. Like so words have so much impact. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing yeah. is like kids today say things very loosely. Yes. Because they're hidden behind a screen. Just like yeah. remember, you're not hidden behind a screen. Right. Yeah. You just think you not are. A, yeah. Everyone's brave with a keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every one of them has their own interests and activities and personalities, but I think you guys do an incredible job of giving each of them their own one-on-one time or making sure that you make it to each of their events and games. Um, that's something I, I really admire about you and TJ, and I feel like you guys wear 25 hats in a day, show five houses, you have to go to the office, you have a meeting, and then you somehow, somehow still make it to the game at five. Like, How yeah. do you guys do that? That's just a lot. Um, well, this year, one of the biz- the biggest reasons that we've been successful at that, yeah. we did a shared calendar. Okay. Which That's I don't good. know why we didn't have that before. Yeah. <laughs> but I like put in all the games at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And they're on both of our calendars. So we just, we schedule around it. Sure. Okay. Um, and then I think too that we just made a, I mean, we really made a commitment to it. Like yeah. after you just don't know, like with Emma senior year and tearing her ACL, you think yeah. that you have that like, no, we'll have more games or we'll have that senior season or whatever. Yeah. Like, we didn't have it. No, we're going to make it to every Yeah, one. so I was like, mm-hmm. so we made this, like, big commitment. I think it's just, like, we need to be there. And, yeah. like, our kids will look up in the seats and they know if we're yeah. there or not. They'll remember that you yeah. were there. I think we yeah. made it not to two games this year. And one of them was the one in Sioux Falls that yeah. Emma went to. Yeah. And it was just impossible. We couldn't make it. Yeah. And then there was one that the twins were playing soccer, but we went to Peyton's game instead. Sure. Because we'll always kind just of prioritize the oldest one. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Or Your time will you come. Yeah. yeah. So then that was, I think we didn't make it to two. So it's not yeah. always easy, you know, it's like every, yeah. there's a lot of parents in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we also are in a stage of life where it's fleeting. Yeah. Um, yes. That's becoming very apparent to yes. us. Yeah. Um, cause Peyton's going to be a senior. The twins are going to be juniors. No. Emma's going to be 20, like in so two crazy. months. Um, so it's, it's becoming more and more apparent that like this is becoming less. Yeah. Like it's hard right now, but yeah. it's becoming a lot less. Good. Calming down a little. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different stage. Yeah. I met you guys probably seven or eight years ago now. The kids were very young, and we were just talking about this shoot the other day. Yes. You, I think Emma was in seventh or eighth grade, and it was for fall family photos. Um, the kids were fighting over who could sh- hold your dog sugar. Yes, that was a that was an awesome <laughs> car ride Big over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Since then, you and your family have become wonderful friend of, wonderful friends of ours. I've taken your family photos every year since, and I see you and TJ multiple times a week. Um, you and I are in the same BNI group, so we see each other every Tuesday. And then I see you both throughout the week, especially in the summertime, three or four times a week for real estate photos or yes. headshots or content or anything like that. But before we get into where you are today, um, tell everyone a little bit about where you started. Um, I know you went to one semester of college, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. no, a few more than that. Two. Okay. Yeah. Yep. At different colleges. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Where'd you go for that? Um, so I started actually at Black Hill State okay. um, and did a semester and just did not love no. it. Yeah. Um, I think part of that was because I wasn't settled on really what I wanted sure. to do yeah. and maybe wasn't prepared. Yeah. Um, and then I moved home yeah. and um, we went to, we lived, I lived in an apartment with Anna okay. and my, my friend Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to the mines and mm-hmm. don't ask me what I was doing there. I am not <laughs> into science and math. <laughs> I actually, it just makes, it makes me panic. Sure, sure. And so I was just kind of coasting through. Yeah. Um, at the time I was pregnant with Emma. Okay. Yeah. So I think I did a semester and yeah. then signed up for the next semester and then just, um, realized very quickly. Yeah. Oh, wait, I just lost, I just lost train of thought. <laughs> In between there. Yeah. No, before, before Emma and TJ mm-hmm. re- reconnecting with TJ and Denver, I, we, on and I moved to Denver. Okay. We did a semester at Metro. After BH. This was after BH. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And one living with our friend and then um, going to the mines, okay. then transferring to Denver. Got it. Um, and did a semester there. Okay. Um, I think we just wanted to get out of here Change and try something scenery. different. Yeah. But um, in that time, TJ yeah. was supposed to go to college yeah. and didn't go yeah. and ended up in Denver. We were not dating at the time. Okay. 
Um, okay. We did reconnect. Yes. Um, yes. And ended up, it was up and down, up and down, up and down, and then yeah. ended up getting engaged. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was very young. I think yeah. I was 19. Yeah. And then um, moved back home. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. we, you, it was expensive. Yeah. Like it was expensive to live in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now knowing what I know now, I'm like, yes. what were we thinking? Yeah. But we thought <laughs> we, we could settle 19. there and then realized very quickly that we couldn't. Yeah. So then we moved back home. Exactly. Um, and then enrolled at the mines. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Your family um, is incredibly business oriented. Almost all of your siblings um, have businesses or, or did before and, and you all support many in the community. Um, I'm assuming that business sense came from your dad. Yes. Okay. Um, my mom also has like incredible talents. Yes, like, she does. Yes. She um, has done different things. So at one point she was catering and different yeah. things. So yeah. Um, yeah, but my dad is an entrepreneur. Yes. He came here from Panama. Yep. Um, put, yep. himself, put himself through school, taught himself English. Yeah, so cool. I don't even know how he did it. Worked yeah. three jobs. Yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah, he uh, was working for... Mm-hmm place in town and then decided to go out on his own okay I remember yeah. being like 13 I think 14 when that happened yeah but um part of it is is that I just I think that we like to we like to control our environments yeah. and work for ourselves yeah just because um you can make it as creative as you want it to be mm-hmm. um but I think yeah. that when you put in the work yeah it's because you put in the work yeah and what you get back is yeah because you put in the work yeah between you and your siblings there's six of you yeah, and you're you like I said, all of you guys have businesses or have owned them, except um, with the exception of your brother Joe, who's a physician. But yeah. that's very reflective, I think, of your dad's oh, you yeah. know teachings and upbringing yeah. for all of you. That it's really cool that all of you guys you know oh, yeah. own own a business. That's yeah, cool, and have owned different ones throughout different yes. times and um, navigated them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool that yeah you, you learn a lot yeah. You There's nothing nothing like entrepreneurship. No. Learn plenty about yourself. I knew of you before you knew of me. We are, like I said, about 10 years apart. And when I was in high school, you had the most popular boutique in downtown Rapid, um, Shangri-La, which many of my classmates worked for you too in high school. Yeah. You would hear girls in school ask one another, oh, where did you get that dress? Or, you know, in class, I love your top. Where'd you get it? And they would all say, Shang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about Shangri-La and how it started. Um, oh gosh, this is a good story. Okay, so Shangri-La started. I was at home with the kiddos. Yes. How um, many did you have at that? We had four. The four at the time. So okay. four under five. Four under five. Yep. Four under four. Mm-hmm. Um, the twins were like 15 months old, 18 months old. Okay. And I think I just, like, I was like needing something yeah. outside of the house. Yeah. Um, so long story short, we ended up, mm-hmm. she was selling. Okay. The person who had, had owned it. Yep. Um, and, and we, it was one of TJ, I think it was TJ's first commercial deal. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, had no idea what I was getting into. So we, we bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before I, we were going to close on it, I found mm-hmm. out I was pregnant with Henry. Okay. Yeah. And just like, lot going don't on. even know what we were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it was like, oh, and, and I can, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Five kids under, you know, five. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> I remember closing on it and then I remember walking in the door with the key and opening it and I I didn't go to school for fashion. I didn't go to school for business. None of that. Mm -hmm. And so I walked in the door and I was like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Yes. (laughs) Literally. Right. It was and the just space was like, I mean, what, 4,000 4, square feet? That was, initially, we were on St. Joe okay. in her space. Yeah. Within two years, I did move to the space on Main Street. Yes. And okay. it was nearly 4,000 square feet. It's a big store. Um, and oh. initially, could had did not even have a fraction of the inventory right. to fill that right. that space. Right. Um, but realize now, like, th- that's the luxury of being young is that yeah. you don't have that fear. Right. You just have excitement about yeah. choices. Yeah. Because um, exactly. knowing now, I've been like, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> exactly. What were you doing? Right. But yeah, no, it was, um, that's how Shane came to be. And then yeah. it just was like a self-taught. It's rolled from there. Story. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> well, like I said, it was a big store, but also one thing unique at the time. Um, I mean, you were very influential in the downtown boutiques and uh, creation of them. There's not very many today, but yeah. especially back then there were quite a few more and you yeah. were, I mean, I believe you were the top at the time and, you know, you carried brands such as free people, wild Fox mm-hmm. and others, which if, if 
if you, you know, you and I know those brands because you have daughters, I have senior girls that wear them and stuff. But for anyone that doesn't know that those brands are not carried here quite often and select boutiques in certain areas, correct? Yes. And it was, so the first time I went to market, there's, there's two markets. So there's the high end market and that's where Wild Fox, Joe's Jeans, Free People, all of them are there. And then there's the other market, which is great products like BB Dakota. There's still great lines there, but then there's also like way less expensive lines. Okay. And initially she was not shopping at the higher end market and the previous owner i just knew when i walked into yeah. that market i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm coming back here i'm home <laughs> i was this like yeah <laughs> this is what i want this is what i'm doing yes um and that took a long time because you have to send pictures of your space and you have to convince them that you can carry the line and that you can support it mm-hmm. um i was per- just persistent yeah um just like no i'm i'm having that and yeah. i i did i yes. ended up with incredible lines in the store we had wild fox yep. joe's jeans seven for all mankind yeah um carried so many different denim lines yes and it wasn't easy to right. carry those you yes. have to keep up a certain supply um yeah. it was a lot of work but yeah. in hindsight now i'm like wow how did cool. you pull that off yeah exactly but, um, it was it was fun yeah yeah you started to touch on it um but i mean you have an incredible sense of style and fashion even though like you said you did not have a formal education for it. It's just a natural instinct. But tell everyone a little bit more about like the boutique buying process. Like you said, you go to market. It, I mean, I would assume this is still the same today in a sense, or maybe a little yeah, bit more online. I don't know how it is with, yeah. And I think that, um, I don't know how it was with COVID. Yep. I think that probably changed some things. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so you would go to markets and you can choose how much time as you go. I mean, okay. obviously they want to get you there because when yeah. you're in person, you see these clothing coming up, you sure. get excited, you order more. Sure. Um, but I realized like pretty quickly that I could really order online very well. Okay. And just had an eye for yep. um, knowing what quality things would be and whatnot. Sure. Um, and so I went to market twice a year. I had mm-hmm. five kids under... Like yeah. they were little and going yeah. to market, like I would be sick at every market because yeah. I would be so stressed. Cause you're there for like a week, right? Yeah. yeah. And trying to leave my store and then leave my kids. Right. Um, was really, really hard yeah. to do. I, I mean, there's a market that I, when Henry was born, I went yeah. to market. I took him. He was five oh. weeks old. Cool. Oh, gosh, it was crazy. <laughs> they wouldn't let us bring the stroller in. So we had sure. to hide it. It, sure. was, it was a whole thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I took, I took Henry to market. One time I took Emma to market. Um, and I always went with my mom. Yeah. One time I took TJ to market. <laughs> oh, I can imagine that. <laughs> he did a really great job carrying everything. Sure. Um, but we went to the one in Dallas. Okay. But yeah, I know you go to market and then, but then if you can order online, sure. like, you know, and you can not be having to go constantly to market, yes. that's a great asset. And I think that's probably easier yeah. now. For you at the time, how far ahead of season wise did you order? You're always ordering like, so in the summer, well, when you go to the market, like in the spring, you're yeah. ordering for fall. Right. It's really hard. Yeah. You have to really make a decision about what's going to sell. Sure. And that's why it almost became, you the know, like game. you're bringing the trends. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and which ones are going to be received well and which ones aren't. Mm. Um, there was always the ability to kind of still order from line sheets and stuff if you felt like you missed something. But um, yeah, it was tough because you had to kind of, you know, and, and then like fall and Christmas were always huge. Right. But how much inventory do you order? Because right. you pay for that when right. you get it. You don't pay yeah. for it when you sell it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that was scary. And and with like a boutique process, you buy a product and you raise that price to a certain amount for you to make a profit. Yep. And what comes with sell, with owning a small business, as you know, is all the insurance, all the taxes. Oh. You have to be present. <laughs> I mean, you're running there. Who else is going to run it unless you're lucky enough to have a staff member, yeah. which... That again, that's something you have to afford if you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. Oh, yeah, to like a learning curve of my life. Yeah. Um, and, and learning like in the thick of it, mm. like how to make quick, you know, decisions. In the beginning, it was very much smaller. It grew to this like crazy thing. Huge. Like yeah. um, outside of what I even saw, because I always kind of underestimate sure. myself and what I do, but it grew to this like massive thing. Yeah. Um, and required like two, three employees on a day. Yes. And yes. Um, luckily I had my mother mm-hmm. and she was the sales queen. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, people loved <laughs> Leave her. Leave it to Mary. Yeah. yeah. So I would spend all the days before like unpacking and getting everything ready. And then mm. she would like kill it on Wednesdays and Fridays. Like okay. people knew they would come in. It was like this party. Like sure. they just loved being there with all the new arrivals. But yeah, um, yeah it was... It was a lot. It's cool. It's a big undertaking. But yeah, there's lots of fees that you don't think about. Credit card no. fees. Like yeah, to use credit, the credit card fees. machine. Yeah. Advertising. Yeah. Sales stuff. tax, self-employment yeah. tax, all that stuff just adds up. And when you when 
you say out loud, you know, oh, I want to open a boutique. Mm. Well, <laughs> there's much more than you think oh my that goes into yeah, it. Yeah, you have to sure. be a lot of things <laughs> to a lot of people. What is your take? I mean, you have three daughters. What is your take on trends now versus when you had Shane? Well, this is funny because I went to dinner last night. I ended up at dinner with five teenagers. Oh, perfect. TJ was in in, uh, Spearfish, so it was me and five teenagers. Um, And we were talking about it, but a lot lot of the trends coming back right now were like... When we were younger, like 90s. Yes. Yes. It's like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre being at the Super Bowl. Like, I was like, hey, kids. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That that was like, that was was ours. Totally. But a lot of the trends coming back are... um, are what was back then except for like this this like leisure like the joggers and stuff i'm like what in the heck like if i could have worn joggers to school and football games and like i would have been so much more comfortable than trying to make it in skinny jeans but yeah um yeah so i think there's like a casualness but also Mm kind of like anything goes yeah they're open to much more it seems well and if it becomes cool on social media then you're in well, yeah, it. like these jeans that I have on right now, like they, they have been like finding me on social media for like, sure. you know, a year yeah. and then I finally ordered them and then I posted like, these are amazing. And then yeah. I have a friend be like, I ordered them too yeah. because I saw that you ordered them. Totally. Yeah. And so I think there's a part of that too. Like mm. any trend can be created. Yeah. I think it's so funny with, especially with my senior boys or girls, but like it kind of flipped a little bit, I think. Cause like when I was in high school, the boys would wear like. A hoodie and khakis and that was the extent of it and now like the boys are like a little more cleaned up we got button-ups and we're like rock and fade haircuts and oh, yeah. you know nice shoes and white white nikes and stuff and then the girls like when i was in high school like i said very reflective of your customers at the time yeah it would be jeans and a top and heels to school mm-hmm. or dresses and like boots and like hair curled and i'm not you know knocking my senior girls today because they're all beautiful but yeah. it's now it's like hoodies and sweatpants and nike air force ones yeah. that they're wearing at but school it's so comfortable know? it's yeah. so great yeah that's wonderful i loved i love that they can wear like these nike air forces with a dress because i think yes. like oh my gosh my feet hurt so bad by yeah. the end of the night totally i just love to yeah. see them take this yeah. like really fancy dress and put like sneakers with it yeah and white it's converse like, with it and yeah go. yeah it's great it's just so interesting how it's it changes great. oh yeah <laughs> i mean i love house. i love it i yes. can wear sneakers to work totally and it's like accepted totally, nowadays totally normal yep can wear a dress and sneakers which Thank goodness, because yeah. like wearing heels out to show houses and stuff yeah. is not. And you're not wearing some three-piece suit no. to some business deal like that, which is, like we said, totally acceptable. Oh, yeah. How many years did you have, Shang? I know through our talks you chose to leave at its highest and best yeah. to spend more time with your kids. Um, how long did you have, Shang? I had it for eight years. Okay. A yeah. good time. It was a good time. I yeah. think that I made a lot of sacrifices. Um, yeah. Like I gave a lot of time that I mm-hmm. had with the kiddos, and, and and now I see like TJ will send pictures in like the family group text, and the kids are like, "Oh my gosh, that was so fun!" So there was a lot of dad time mm-hmm. that was awesome because mm-hmm. our kids got both of us, and maybe that's reflective of who yeah. they are now. Yeah, is because they have they love they love their dad, yeah. and they have this incredible relationship with him, especially like mm-hmm. my girls, mm-hmm. and then my boys as well have this incredible relationship with me. And yeah. it, maybe it's because they got to spend so much time with both of us. Yeah. And so maybe in a way that was a gift. Yes. But of course, mom guilt creeps in. Right. And, you know, like at the time, like I would have a sick kid and they'd mm. be in the closet. Yeah. Like, I'd be yes. like, quit coughing. You know, or <laughs> but, have to bring him to work until yeah. TJ would get done and be able to. But we did a lot of like, like, um, you know, he'll pull up. Yeah. We'd swap. Mm. That kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah. It was very chaotic. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the joy of that is that the kids, they only have good memories. Yeah. Um, but you put your heart and soul into it for eight years and you feel such a sense of ownership and uh, of this space, mm-hmm. you know, of this Yeah. Like room. saying goodbye to it. And even the memories that come up on Facebook. I mean, yeah. I, now the first four years, people kept asking me if I missed it and mm-hmm. it was not good memories. Right. It was like... Well, I was exhausted. I literally mm-hmm. had like there was health issues. Yeah. Like I was not. You just go all day and you don't eat because yeah. you're unpacking all this stuff. And right. I would drink coffee and yeah. um, literally had gotten myself really into like almost an adrenal fatigue, mm-hmm. um, and was exhausted. Yeah. Trying to be mom, yeah. wife, and then ultimately the store owner. And yes. at the end of the day, like the bills got to get paid. Yeah. So there was that part that was, that was the heavy part. Yeah. What What sign did you know it was time oh. to go? You're just. Um, my grandma was a huge part of my business. Mm. Um, she, when we first started, she loved to come down and she would steam and unpack all the stuff in the back. Sure. 
and um, grandpa would drop her off and then he'd pick her up in a couple hours. Mm -hmm. Um, So really like after she passed away, Mm -hmm. um, it was such a tumultuous time because the day after her funeral, I had to go to work and there was 20 boxes in the back waiting for me. Yeah. Um, And my mom could not, she was, you know, I wanted to give Mm -hmm. her the time. Mm -hmm. So I went back to work and I worked 12 straight days Mm -hmm. and they were um, going in at 10 Mm -hmm. and getting off at six. Yeah. And I was yeah. in pain, yeah. <laughs> like yes. extraordinary pain realizing yeah. now. Um, and I remember walking in the day after a funeral. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Like this is not feeding my soul anymore. Yeah. Um, but ultimately when we made the decision was when the kids started getting in all these sports and we accidentally dropped the twins off at the wrong fields mm. and didn't realize it until the coach called mm. and was like, oh, the twins didn't come today. And we're like, oh my gosh, they're at the wrong fields. Right. Right. And they were like, I think they were eight. And luckily, they were just amazing girls yeah. then and now. Yeah. But yeah. they just said on the iPad, I'd come in. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And they're like, oh, we were just on the iPad. And, mm. you know, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. no, I'm done. Yeah. And I did. I That that was the day I tried to walk away. And it took yeah. two years after that to, yeah. to truly get. And I ended up closing the doors. We tried to sell it. But mm-hmm. I told TJ I would be honest about the load of work it was mm-hmm. for young women that were coming in. Because both of them were, like, thinking about having babies. And I was yeah. like, I won't tell them that it's not. Yeah. a ton of work that's the thing too owning small businesses you know I've had several days that like this is the worst day of my life and mm-hmm. I have to go shoot a wedding the next day yeah you know same as you you had your grandma's funeral and mm-hmm. doors open at eight tomorrow morning yeah gotta go steam dresses yeah and I had them I mean that day all of my regulars came in yeah. and they were extraordinary I had huge yeah. sales I did it by myself I was there just by myself mm-hmm. and did like yeah. massive sales I did like five thousand dollars in that day yeah so, yeah. but it Which was then hard. too is hard. You're like, ah, yes. do I want to leave? <laughs> yes, it was so hard. And I think, but, but it was, you know, it just, it has yeah. to happen. What would you say to anyone wanting to open their own kind of brick and mortar store or online retail business of any kind? Work in one first. Okay. Um, and also like, um, have a business plan. Yeah. Know the expenses, all of them. And even the unforeseen expenses. Yeah. Um, Good talk about who's your backup? Yeah. Because when you have brick and mortar, like, yeah. who's your backup? Who's going to work for you when you can't work? Because if you're physically yeah. ill mm-hmm. and you can't go to work, you know, or something tragic happens with a child or mm-hmm. or a spouse or a family member, who's going to cover you? Mm-hmm. Or, Otherwise, you don't make money. Or can you close the doors for those couple days and be okay? Right. Right. So there's all that kind of unknown. Um, and I guess, I mean, like anything else, like, why are you doing it? Yes. Like, is it because it's going to be super fun? Because yeah. it's probably not going to be super fun. Yeah. It's gonna, there's going to be times that it's, like, super fun. Yeah. But, like, that's probably, like, 40%. There's going to be 60 that it's really hard. Mm. And you have to be real with yourself and have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I love this, but do I want to do it for work, well, for yeah. living? Yeah. So. Like, I, I, I think that that's um, one thing. Like, I love clothes and I love shoes. Yeah, but when you're just selling them. Yeah. How much you know? do you love them? Yeah. You know, you're not going to wear the cute shoes to work every day. You're going to wear the Converse because that's what you can walk in for eight hours. (laughs) You made the choice to pivot and change directions for yourself. Yep. Today you are an agent and part owner with your husband, TJ, at Black Hills Realty. TJ was with another real estate firm in town before uh, leaving and starting his own. Yes. And in 2018, you got licensed, correct? 2019. 2019. 2019. um, And joined the business. Um, Black Hills Realty specializes in both residential and commercial real estate, but you yourself really dive into new construction. And that's really a reason that I kind of wanted to get involved. I was mm-hmm. helping in the new construction a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just enjoy, I love watching a house come yeah. to fruition from start to finish. Yeah. I think it's All super little pieces. exciting. Yeah. Um, but there's also a process, like when I went through building my own home, mm-hmm. that I didn't feel like people had, like people in new construction, it's big right you're going to build this whole house and you're like some people can see the whole vision and some people can't Mm -hmm. um and having a sounding board or having that person that can like be like like it's okay we just have to pick paint color today right you know and then like they're questioning their opinions and they ask their spouse and their spouse is like well i don't really care no i don't have an opinion (laughs) on that yeah um and so i think that having that like walking someone through the process Mm because it is it's an emotional process to build a home and they're important expensive choices that last a a long time and you don't want to have to redo it well yeah yeah. you put in windows i mean Mm -hmm. you're keeping those windows (laughs) because like that's not paint's one thing but we gotta pick the right windows yes but it is it's a very um it's a very complicated process that you do, yes. and every builder is different. Yes. Um, so you kind of have to learn to navigate the different builders and work yeah. within the way that they do business. Correct. Um, which I actually really enjoy. Yeah. 
I always ask him, you know, how do you, how do you do this? Like, mm-hmm. how, what's the process that you would like us to do? Right. Um, and so I really enjoy going through that process with people. And it's just the first day that we were in our brand new home mm-hmm. was like, I would love to have that feeling again yeah. because it's super cool. So cool. You're like, holy cow, like this is brand new and it's ours. Yeah. And we chose everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what different, what differentiates Black Hills Realty and other, from other real estate firms in the area? Um, I think we're, we're a boutique firm. Yes. So, um, you know, there's, so TJ's our broker mm-hmm. and then we have agents underneath um, that are all independent contractors. Yep. But I still feel like we all um, work as a team. Everybody's mm-hmm. got the same common goals. Right. Um, and for TJ and I with Black Hills Realty, it was super important to have a certain level of like professionalism and honest, like an honest approach. Yes. Um, I think it's so important because people like it's, it's one of the most crazy experiences to walk through with someone in mm-hmm. buying a home or a commercial building. I mean, it's a huge purchase Yeah, and there's Big so choice. many layers mm-hmm. and, um, emotions come in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. personalities come in Yeah, and you really have to navigate all those things. And so I think that we just try and have this like really honest approach from the beginning. We really want people mm-hmm. to trust that we have their best interests in mind, um, that we've been there before because, yes. you know, we've bought and sold and we've built and all these things. Um, yeah. and, and just at the end of the day, like, you know, we want to make sure that it's right for them. Right. Our market is tough. We are currently in the top like three to five places in the country that's most desired to move to. And we have people yes. coming all the time. We're growing fast. What would you say to someone that is a first time home buyer right now? First thing is um, interview different agents because okay. it can feel like a little bit of a panic. Yep. Maybe you just call on this house because it's available. Right. But there's so much that goes into it. It's mm-hmm. so important who you're working with. Yeah. Whether they and really it's that they vibe with you, correct? But also that you know how they work. Get yeah. referrals, and you're thinking the same. Yes, you ask for referrals. Other. Like, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to say, you know, I'm talking to three agents. Yeah, and then ask for for recommendations. And this from is somebody. common, so you're not like offending people. Yeah, doing, they they know this is yeah, going on. Yeah, because we want them to choose us, mm-hmm. but we want to make sure that we're right for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think pre pre approved. Because <laughs> you can't, you just can't. No. I mean, like you can go look at all the houses you want in the world mm-hmm. and you can try and put an offer, but if you're not pre-approved, you don't even know how high you can go. Yeah. And at this point in the market, you need to know the terms that you can build an offer off of. Yeah. And so pre-approval and it's not scary. The no. lenders are awesome. Yeah. You know? And so it's very easy to get pre-approved. Yes. And that is really the, the starting point. And shows your seriousness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then and then we're ready, yeah. you know, and we're not pushy. You know, no. we're not going to be like, you got to offer on this. No. But we, we want you to be ready if you do love that house because that yeah. always happens. Yes. I mean, you know, like yes. all of a sudden you're like, oh, nope, yes. this is the one. And then you're like, oh, gosh, I yeah. get it pre-approved. <laughs> and offers are being turned in quickly. Yes. And they can accept them at any time. Mm-hmm. So you might think you have three days, but yeah, you don't. It's yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about that? Everything's growing here. It's changed a lot for even in both of our lifetimes Yeah. since how much it's growing. Yeah. So, I mean, I've lived here most of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, When I started Shangri-La, we were on St. Joe. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really the beginning of downtown becoming what it is now. Correct. Like it was literally, I think Destination Rapid City was starting. The Main Street Square happened while I had the store. The Great Pumpkin Festival, all that stuff started happening. Um, Alex Johnson remodel, all of that. And so I think... It's a little scary sometimes for people because we love our small community and um, the people here. A little hesitant to change around yes, here. Some people, yes. yes. But I mean, being a small business owner downtown, like we need growth. Yeah, it was Can't hard. Stay the same. Oh my gosh, it was hard. And thank God for tourism mm-hmm. season, and then just people that were my amazing regulars who came yes. in and supported me, because we really do need we need businesses here, but we also need to support them. Like that's why, Correct. if we get great restaurants, like you need to go eat at those restaurants. Right. Because um, I think that's one thing that we don't necessarily do as well. Like, mm. you know, something's new, we support it, and then we mm. forget that they need to be supported long term. Yep. But I'm, I'm excited about the growth. I mean, yep. we're obviously developing yep. on Southside Rapid City. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We have big visions yes. of what it should be <laughs> and what we want it to be. Yep. Um, but I see that there's different, you know, downtown doesn't necessarily serve all the community anymore. Correct. Because yes. it's not necessarily central. Mm-mm. So we need, I live on the South Side, like we mm-hmm. need our own. Yes. Hub. Yes. A place to go grab breakfast. Yes. You know, a place to work out. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Yes. So I think it's important to have these little destinations. Yeah. And it just makes our area more yeah. exciting. Because if everything's downtown Rapid City, for some of these neighborhoods, I mean, if you live, like you said, on the south side, or if you live in out 
uh, Red Rock or Countryside or yeah. even out in the Valley or Box Elder, like that is a 20 minute drive yes. till downtown. So, well, and, it, and the restaurants are getting full. Yeah. I mean, like on a Friday or Saturday night, TJ and I can rarely anymore just be like, yeah. uh, we're going to go grab a bite to eat. Yeah. Like there was weights all summer. Oh yeah. Like you could not get in. Yeah. So we do need that. Yeah. We do need it. Um, and it, we can still have Rapid City and the beauty of our mm-hmm. small, smaller community. Yes. With growth. Yes. Like with fashion, as you saw with your store, Rapid City can, Rapid City can be a little hesitant um, on trends. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, we have made uh, much more of an effort to expand. Um, trends, uh, like with fashion, can be compared to that of homes, decor, construction, and style. For example, many of the homes around here are ranches or split foyers, which is great. That's just what's common around here, and many people still desire those. But we don't have too many other styles, for example, such as Tudors or Bungalows, Cape Cods, Colonials, unless you go to West Boulevard, which is our historic district. Do you foresee some of those other layouts coming to the area, or are we sticking to what we know because it works? Um, I think that we are going to want to get those other layouts here. Um, I'll tell you like with TJ and I and working with, um, new build clients and whatnot, we are, we're researching those. I think ranch can be so many different things, right? Like a ranch style, you can play with different things. Um, for some reason, the two story is the most coveted. Okay. we've seen from people coming into our area and okay. it's really hard to find like a slab foundation um, with a second floor you're talking well and possibly a basement or a basement like okay. maybe you have the basement yeah. the main level and the upstairs that's what's um, most desired it's right really now. what people wanted okay. and we're just like we don't have a lot of those here mm-hmm. like you said they're on the boulevard yes. um but for some reason they're expensive to build yes um, we have a lot more like modern stuff i see we're starting a to lot get of more angled, lines. a little more mid-century yeah. modern yeah. but some of those other traditional ones um, like you said, are, are very few and far between. And when yeah. they go up, everyone fights for them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's really just down to building costs. Sure. You know, I think sure. that we build what's affordable. Yeah. Okay. You know, which Good is a know. major issue. Yeah. I mean, we it's need affordable housing. Know. So yeah. it's like, um, you know, those houses on the boulevard and whatnot. I mean, they mm-hmm. were built in a different time. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's just building costs are a little bit mm-hmm. easier to do a split foyer. Right. Um, so that's why you're seeing a lot of that. But yeah. um, I would love to see. Yeah. Me personally, I'd love to see yeah. other options. Yeah. Which is good for people to know, especially if you're building some of that stuff. I mean, layouts make a difference mm-hmm. in your cost, and that's oh, why sure. some things are a little more common. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have purchased two homes with you and TJ. Um, the first on my own when I was 24, and recently this past year, um, after Megan and I were married, we were on the house hunt to upsize. And I know she absolutely loved working with you guys, as I always do. Um she, she, like myself, she knows no different than myself as working with you guys. And for us, it was such an easy process. And I have heard just so many nightmare stories working with of, of other people working with other agents, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. And I, of course, send them all to you guys because it's just so easy. <laughs> one thing I love working with you guys is you really make a list of things that the buyer's looking for. And there were several homes that we would walk into that we just like turned around. Like, yeah. this is it. We're not no, we're, this doesn't mean anything. We're leaving, you know, yeah. or TJ would say, you know, this is, this is a bad one. <laughs> Maybe yeah. another choice of words. <laughs> we're yeah. leaving. You're not buying this house, no. you know, which no. is great. And you need someone to tell you that because yes. I mean, for us, we know what we want. I'm not super handy. So like, I can't fix some of these things, yeah. you know, and I need someone to tell me this is like going to drain you if you, if you stay in this house, if you yeah. buy this one. Um, so that's what we appreciated is you guys is you guys telling us um, the good and bad about things, which I think that makes you guys stand out because some other agents are just looking for the sale. They're mm-hmm. just looking for that and they won't tell you, you know, yeah. um, what what is important for you, for your clients to know when they're looking for a home? Um, I think that I mean, we just are going to be honest. Yeah. Um, and ultimately like it's not done when the deal is closed. Yeah. Like we live in this community and we work in this community. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we take it, like I take it, I personally take it very yeah. personal. Yes. Um, like this is their home. They're going to raise their children here. Yeah. Um, you know, like whether you're downsizing, whatever they're doing, like mm-hmm. we want to honor that person right. and would never steer them in a direction Yeah. That, you know, I think that even with the market today, like not doing a home inspection, I was very uncomfortable having my clients not do home inspections. Right. Never, ever suggested that. Right. 
um, I think at the very least you need to have one yes. just for knowledge yeah. of, of what the space is, yeah. you know, whether you decide to buy it or not. And many people were forgoing that this past it summer was with this market. This summer, yeah. yes. it, made me, it just made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but we want to present all the information mm. because ultimately we're not making the decision for you. I think sometimes right. the people lean on us to try and make those decisions, even yeah. like to pick out cabinets and things. Yeah. And I'm like, you have to love them. Yeah. This is your house. So yes. we... A lot of times I'll be kind of quiet mm. or TJ will kind of, you know, like he's like, this is your, this is your house. Mm-hmm. You have to live here. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you this, this, and this, but sure. ultimately you got to make the decision sure. and learn what you can live with and what you can't live with. Yeah. Um, and what you're willing to fix and what you're not willing to fix. Like you said, like mm-hmm. we're not handy either. Yeah. That's why we yeah. did a new construction home. Right. Which is like you said, you sit and watch and observe people and how they're going to take a home. And I'm sure, you know. In that in that moment, I, I mean, I can speak for myself as a buyer. Sometimes you're you're making you're sacrificing what you want in that moment, and so it's good that you guys, which Megan and I always appreciated. You know, you were like, okay, this is a good one. Look past the fa- the paint color, mm-hmm. or this that can be changed. But yeah. other things, you know, we would start later after we tour a house. You know, we we would find ourselves compromising. We're like, no, that's not what we wanted. Why are we doing this? You know, which the and, market does to yeah. people because you feel desperate. Yes, um, you feel emotional, and what you're hearing, like we're in it every day, mm-hmm. so we see it very differently, right? Because yes. we've seen people, you know, lose this house, but then mm-hmm. they found that one, yeah, and they were happy with that one, yeah. Um, and so I think that that's the biggest thing is that we we want to make sure that that people are not rushing to right. decisions right. in this market, yeah. which is the big thing. Like, yes. don't call us when you need to move, Yeah. right? Get Like, let's have a conversation. We've worked, TJ, TJ especially has worked with people for two and three years yes. <laughs> before yes. they found a home. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing people are like, um, we don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste your time. Then let's yeah. have a conversation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You just come sit in the office. We'll mm-hmm. pull up, you know, on the, the screen or we'll just talk about like what, what it is about. Yes. And then we'll navigate that. And it might take a couple months. Yeah. But it helps us to get to know you mm. and um, also helps the trust to build. Yes. So we need to have that. And then we'll yeah. bring in, you know, the lender, you know, yeah. are you pre-approved? Mm-hmm. It's not because we're trying to rush you. It's because that's big part of the factor. Can't make a move until yeah. you do. And then we do need to see some houses. I mean, you yes. guys saw some houses. Yes. And it helped you make this decision when you yeah. came to this one. Yes. You know, if yeah. you had seen this first, maybe you wouldn't have made that decision. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we looked at a couple on the boulevard. We looked at some mm-hmm. over in Chapel Valley. We looked at a couple out in Countryside South. And, and then we ended up staying super close yeah. to the first one in the yeah. same neighborhood. But yeah, it's, uh, you, which is, you know, that's, that is a buyer's kind of homework to do. You guys got to do some work here too. You guys got to think about what you want, you know, and don't let yeah. someone else make that decision yeah, for you. Yeah, it's almost like you're dating. Yeah. Like you got to date a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right to marry that one absolutely it's true though like you got to see because you know like we're in houses all the time in Mm -hmm. Rapid City Mm -hmm. but you are in only your own home sometimes in friends so we need to get you in different houses and also even maybe a location that is not like your top Mm -hmm. but you know that you find yourself like you know what I do like this location yes so I think that there's a lot of factors to play in but ultimately like it's going to be a little bit of a navigation but we have the goal to get you into what you want to be in yes yes Talked about it a little bit before, but where do you foresee Rapid City going, let's say, in the next five years? What What do you think is happening right now? Um, there's a lot going on. I think there's so many factors that are playing in because it's so hard with, with building. Yes. Um, cost and yep. just the time frames and yep. the lack of labor, mm-hmm. um, different things like that. But I, we're going to have growth. And we're expanding to different areas of town, yeah. too. because well, and the little towns are becoming... Blended. Yeah, like Hill City. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living in Denver when Highlands Ranch, yes. which is the furthest, was the furthest south. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna and I lived there in an apartment while we were going to school. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was like mm-hmm. this brand new area. Yes. I really think that like now you go and it's like it connects all the way and there's all this yeah. growth that way. So I, we have to grow. Yeah. You know, they say, where are we going to build? Well, we're going to have to build somewhere. Right. People are coming. We right. need these houses. So I think it's it's exciting. There are some really cool people here, and yeah. um, you know, it's like I do believe in a little a little way that we've been mm-hmm. waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, because it does highlight, like you said, it highlights other businesses. It highlights local artists, mm-hmm. galleries, restaurants, people. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's just what it takes is just some new people in town to recognize 
and appreciate those who've been here for a long time. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, we're so rich in those things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like we're so rich in the arts and we're so rich in like business. There's amazing yes. businesses here. Yeah. So exciting when we move people here mm-hmm. and they are like, so cool. Yesterday I saw one of them at a festival that yeah. I've never ever seen. I mean, they, they have been to everything in sure. this last year. They are just soaking it in Good. and loving it. And yeah. I think that like that, that's exciting because we yeah. do have a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. if people don't like it, they'll leave. Right. You right. know, if it's not for them. Yeah. But the people that are coming, it's because they, yeah. they are falling Open in love yeah. with the Black Hills. Yes. Which, absolutely. You know, has been a hidden gem for a long time. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> you have done an incredible job of transforming yourself and transitioning into the next chapter of your life when necessary, which is important to recognize that ch- change is needed. Yeah. Something that I love about you is that we have had some incredible conversations about what's going on in the world the last few years. You're open to calm conversations with others. And that's one thing about, you know, we kind of talked about lately before when you got here about being a small business owner, sometimes you feel like your hands are tied, that you're not allowed an opinion, that if you share it, you run the risk of offending someone or losing their business. Um, neither you or I are ones to go out of our way to express our opinion in an offensive manner. But I love that for you personally, in the last few years, you have not been afraid to stand up for what you believe in. And we've had a lot going on in our community, community, a lot going on in our world. And I feel like, you know, if everyone just has calm conversations that you're open to both sides, I think that's just progress in anything, in business, in life, in friendships. And, you know, so I just think that's really cool about you that the last couple of years, you know, and And it's not even both sides because it's, it's it's never like that black and white, right? right? Like when we get into like, I feel very differently as a mother than I do as a business owner. Correct. You know, like it's like when thing, when some things came to my kids, like I really sat in it for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. then when I felt like, like, no, yeah. This is not what we stand for. This is not what I want my kids to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm their mother. Sure. Like who else is going to speak up yep. for them? Yeah. So in that instance, I felt like it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that there is a way to have conversations with people mm-hmm. and we need to, we need yeah. to do that. Um, yeah. We don't need to beat things to death. Cause like right. I'm very, uh, I've always been very, I stand in what I believe and it doesn't yeah. waver too much. Correct. Doesn't mean I can't see the other side, yeah. but like my moral compass and like the way yeah. that I've raised my kids, the things that I believe, yeah. they're, they stay kind of the same. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I think they evolve as you get older, yeah. but I don't know that they've changed much. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that someone would come in and really change my mind about like mm-hmm. this thing that I am passionately believe in or yes. have molded my life on, right. it's probably not going to happen, yeah. but for sure I'll sit and look at that person and be like, yeah. That, like they believe something totally different, but yeah. I really like them. They are yeah. like a super cool human being. Yeah. Yeah. And I trust them with the care yeah. of my children. Yep. And or, you're still, you can still be friends yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. And still be inspired by that person because yes. there's cool yeah. things that they're doing. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the biggest thing is we all have our own stories. So mm. why are you diminishing my story yeah. by saying that yours is stronger or matters yeah. more? I right? listen to yours. So you, I hope are still okay to listen to mine. You know, yeah. that's how this goes. Yeah. And it's exciting. I love people watching I think yeah. that's why we all love social media so even though dad. we totally act like we don't right <laughs> yeah. like well I just don't spend much time on social media okay whatever yeah. it's yeah. like the number one platform of how people yes. talk but anyway. I I personally I feel like I have a really um healthy relationship with social media yeah. I know a lot of people struggle and say you know oh people are only posting their highlight reels or whatnot and and yes that's true but Maybe that's just my mindset because I can see past that. I'm, I'm like, you know, and that's maybe that's being a photographer too. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're not going to post a photo of them looking terrible. Like, of, of course. course they're going to post a good one. Like, but they, they're also, I can also see past that photo and know, you know, maybe they're going through some things too, like, and, and stuff like that. And I don't know. I, I think with social media, like I learn a lot. I oh, see yeah. things that I haven't before and I'm not, I'm not buying into it as much as I think. Some yeah. people do. Yeah, you know? it's just, it's a story. I mean, yeah. like, you know, whether you decide to tell your story through it or you just post, like, cute yes. pictures of your kids, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's the way that people are connected right now. Correct. Um, and there's, do- like, I always, like, over Christmas, I always jump off. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's times when you feel like you need a dose of, like, step yeah. out. I'm stepping too much in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll take those breaks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, for my kids, like, this is entertainment. Yeah. But it's also a connection with people. I've met some cool people totally. through the social media and things. But yeah. I think that it's, um, you know, we all have a story. And I don't care what phase of life you're in. Yeah. And how, 
you might look at that person and be like, they have everything. Like they have it all together. Mm -hmm. Best mom, best wife. Like she's killing it in the kitchen. (laughs) Her banana bread looks amazing. (laughs) I'll just tell you, like being a mom of like all these kids, all these years, like every day is hard. Right. And like your child might have just done the worst thing and you're you're, like, didn't sleep that night. Right. You were up till like midnight, two in the morning, but you get up the next day and you come to work and you're like, but people don't see, you know, are we supposed, do we share those struggles? On social media, right. mm, I don't Maybe know. Maybe here, or there, but yeah, not, not the depth of. I it. don't think that that's a place to like, right. you know, constantly come with it until. Yes. And a lot of times, you shouldn't share what you're going through. Share yeah. it when you've the gone, result of it. Yes, when you've yeah. gone through it. Totally. So there's that, but yeah, I think that people just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I've met some great people that yeah. I don't. Me too. Don't always agree with. Yeah. This is the season's podcast. Where do you feel like you're at in this season of life for yourself? Oh, I mean, this has been like the last couple of years. Yeah. So, um, I am a mom of five teenagers. Yes. Um, one who's going to be a young adult in two months. She's turning 20, my firstborn. Yep. I was 20 when I had her. Yep. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of reflection in that. That's been like the last couple months. Yes. Um, and I think that I'm coming, you know, TJ and I are going to be young parents that are empty nesters. Right. Right. We're going to be 44. Yeah. And I don't ever want people to think when that the I'm, kids are out, he'll be yeah, yeah. When Henry's gone, um, I don't ever want people to think that I'm wishing away this mm. time with my children or um, just the life that I've been given and the one that I've lived. Yeah. But I like am maybe moving into a phase where it's like I can actually say, you know, I was always a mom mm. and a mm. wife, and I made the decision to leave school to yes. raise my kids and do different things. Um, and so it's been rare that I've ever been able to say, "What do you want to do?" And it'll be really weird that day when I wake up and it's like just me in the house yeah. and TJ and it's yeah. like, hey, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want to yeah. do? Yeah. Um, For so, that day or in life and your career too. Yeah. You know? And so I'm really big about not addressing those things when they come. Mm. I'm kind of a person that likes to set up the groundwork before. Yes. So currently I'm I'm going through that groundwork sure. and cool. it, it's like, it's super, um, it's, it's fun and yeah. there's... Um, but it's really, it's a lot of yeah. work too. Yeah. Cause you yeah. have to kind of like, you know, you're revisiting some big things. Yeah. Like, um, totally. And seeing yourself like maybe having this whole big life yeah. outside of raising children. Totally. Which yeah. is, um, yeah. yeah. But also just like soaking up my kids cause they just yeah. are my world and, um, yeah. I don't want to miss a thing. Right. So what is your light? What pushes you forward every day or in life? Um, well, I, I mean, I have a faith life. Yes. I'm Catholic. Yes. Um, for me, that's like the number one thing yep. that I can always Go back land on. Yep. Um, so that's the first thing. But also just like, I'm very much like a homebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like my family is a lot to me. The kids yes. like feed my soul. Every, yep. like up until this point, every decision I've made for them. has been for them. Yeah. Um, and then TJ and I have been married for almost 20 years. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, right now my light is the kids. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, like, I was just telling TJ recently, like, you know, you give the, all this to your kids and you make all mm. these sacrifices. My children adore me. Yes. <laughs> and they I, do. I love that they yes. adore me. I mean, my boys, they like to be around me. And Emma yeah. and I have this incredible relationship. Mm. Um, and, and my girls, I mean, we just, yeah. they, they're just, yeah. They are like lights yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, Which and is, to have your children adore you and really yes. think the world of you. Yeah. Like if you, I guess if that's, you know, the accomplishment at the end of raising them in their childhood, mm. then that to me is such a mm. win. But yeah. 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 Well, I will tell you, I think you are a wonderful mother, friend, businesswoman, and entrepreneur. When you set your mind to something, you usually make it happen. (laughs) You weigh the options and different paths and to see which is best for you and your family, which is great. You have created and manufactured so many wonderful changes in our community. You have such a caring heart, supporting so many other businesses. And I think whatever is next for you will be even better than the chapter before. And I have absolutely loved getting to know you and your family the past couple of years. And thank you for being a wonderful friend. And thank you for being here today. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah, for having me. I mean, we you think you're just extraordinary. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> you're so wise beyond thank your years. You. <laughs> but I think that, um, that you are also a light in the community thank and you. have done extraordinary things. Thank and you. I think you give voices to the younger people. Thank you. But for some reason, you seem to have this voice for people that are that are much older than you. Well, like you. you just really see the human person, which is why you're probably photographing them. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
Angelica and I can talk for hours. She is such an important friend of mine, and I look up to her so much. As you heard, she wears many hats, balancing family and a career, and I think she does an incredible job of that. I admire her so much for all the things that she has accomplished, and I think she is just such a great example of continuing to pursue any dream a person has, and knowing when it's time to leave one venture and pursue the next. If you are looking to buy a home in Rapid City or the Black Hills, I urge you to reach out to Angelica at Black Hills Realty. She will guide you through the easiest real estate deal of your life. Thank you for listening. Thank you.